Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome, I'm Sophia Smith and this is Laundry Lowdown, the podcast. This is part two with Shannon. You are post-surgery. Hello, hello. Yes. Hello, darling. Finally happened. I'm feeling How do you feel? Great. Honestly, I'm feeling... <laughs> so for the first few days right after, I felt like I had a small human being strapped to my chest like I say small but a very maybe a very small heavy human being strapped to my chest Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. pressure was pretty intense um yeah I mean the yeah it was there were times where I can say it was painful um Mm. but as I went over the muscle I I, I cannot imagine the pain compared if if my muscle had been disrupted. I really cannot. Um, that to me would have been insane. So yes, I had some discomfort. Um, I didn't have anything that was abnormal um, from what my patient mm-hmm. advisor had told me, but mm-hmm. yeah, still a bit sore, um, very stiff, <laughs> very very stiff. Yeah, I bet. But um, I'm more okay. excited to see how they'll look um, in the next, mm-hmm. you know, couple months. But yeah, I feel pretty mm. good. Mentally, I feel good. Good. I'm glad. And so you had your surgery in the UK. Yes. And how long are you hospitalized for? Do they, is there a, a mandatory amount of time or do they base it on kind of like your, um, how they feel like you're recovering from it? Yes. Um, so I did have my surgery in the UK. Um, and what I noticed uh, for my particular, and I think placement has a lot to do with it because they say, you know, over the muscles, mm-hmm. less recovery time and stuff like that. Um, on my admissions letter, they did send me, I think, 48 hours before. Oh, actually, it was it was longer than, than 48 hours before. Um, probably maybe like in, in between the week um, that I had surgery, mm-hmm. they sent me my admissions letter and it did say that it would be a day stay. Um, I was, yeah, which quite surprised me because I feel like in movies and stuff like that, you know, you, you think to yourself, you're, you just had surgery, you'd be in hospital for at least a couple of days, make sure that you're okay and stuff like that. Nope. As soon as I could eat and to go to the bathroom by myself, they were like, okay, you're ready to go. (laughs) I was so drugged up. Um, I apparently sent voice notes to my mom telling her how much I love her, which I have no recollection of doing whatsoever. Um, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) My, uh, my partner came to get me and he was like, you look so funny right now. Um, cause I was wearing my like little two piece pajamas, you know, the ones that you only wear at Christmas. I was wearing them after surgery. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Okay. Um, hair all crazy but no they they did a great job uh I was literally only in there for maybe about four hours after surgery um and then I was discharged 
so very quick wow that yeah. is rapid that is rapid yeah like, I I actually don't know what my expectation would be for that kind of surgery um yeah yeah I don't know I mean so I I went to Belgium um to shadow my friend she was having surgery um mm-hmm. she had lipo on her stomach and she was in and out same day and that kind of blew my mind a little bit Wow. Um, she got she got like an Uber there in the morning and then um I think she got there for about 8 a.m. and um she got back to our apartment at 3 p.m. and I wow. she just she rolled out of the cab like just no one can see what I'm doing apart from Shannon. Um, <laughs> but she just kind of rolled out and it was brilliant because she would like it was hilarious because she was so on so much morphine and I was making her do a lot of stupid stuff and it was a great time for me but um (laughs) like I thought wow (laughs) yeah I thought this is like it's massively invasive yeah and I like I said I just can't point into words what what my expectation is but I just I don't know I just expect it to be like you say a few days yeah I I must admit for um for lipo I would have thought well I believe it's more invasive. I've never actually, you know, uh, looked looked into the process itself. Every time it's on botched or something, I just look away because that's I'm a bit squeamish <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, with that one, I definitely wouldn't have, have thought she would have been out the same day. And definitely, I didn't think she would be discharged without someone there to collect her. Um, they definitely did say, even for a day stay, uh, for for my surgery, they they definitely said you have to have someone collect you you know, we, we won't let you leave by yourself. There's no such thing as taking a cab on your own afterwards. Like we're not having that. So yeah, that's, that's probably the scary part. And as well, actually she went to a really great surgery and he does a lot of, um, he's very well known in Belgium. Like his weight was insane. So it's not even like she's gone somewhere that's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you think to yourself, you know, the high profile surgeons that have this sort of clout in a way that that people know mm. about, they are mm. entitled to sort of charge that extra bit so that you can get that extra service, you know, like, yes, your work is yeah. great. But that also means you have to provide a great service with it. So mm. yeah, that's quite surprising. I mean, mm. hopefully, I mean, was she okay after? Was she, was she all right? For the she was fine. She was. Yeah, she was fine. Um, We, um, we then we were staying in Belgium for a few more days, and then we got the <clears throat> the tray the Eurotunnel back. Okay, and um, it was the year that we had the most insane heat wave oh. in the UK. It was ridiculous, and so she's having to wear you know the compression garment, oh, and yes. her stomach is sweating. Oh no, so much! Like her skin was getting chapped because oh. she was sweating so bad. It was not great timing. Maybe oh. June is not a great time to be getting no. lipo, especially when you have to wear a compression garment. But she was, she's fine, so it's all good. Oh, bless her. I'm so glad she's okay. And it's interesting you mentioned yeah. um, time of year to get surgery. I, I don't know if there's a popular time of year in which people just, you know, if, if there's an influx or if maybe, you know, if, if there's a, a high and low season, basically. Mm-hmm. But what I did realize um, was that, actually, I want to have surgery when it's the colder months. At least, um, only because I get FOMO 
sometimes you know the fear mm-hmm. of missing out yep. at times Me too. And Me thought, too. right you know like you know when the UK's got nice weather you just want to be outside so I thought to myself yeah. I don't want to be recovering in the summertime it's hot I don't want to mm. be wearing layers I don't want to be wearing the, the compression bra because you have to do that um mm. for six weeks day and night after your surgery which is exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing now wearing now um yeah it's a bra so you can mm. sort of just move around it it's fine it feels like a sports bra Mm -hmm. at the minute um but it's more the Mm -hmm. pressure I could not imagine trying to even go to Tesco's with this sort of pressure Mm -hmm. on right now so I'm just like I'd rather Mm -hmm. just stay at home where it's nice and cool you know it's it's chilled Mm -hmm. out so I cannot imagine getting surgery at that time of year I really cannot it, it sounds to me like you have put so much research into your journey of getting surgery that you've almost micromanaged like the whole process do you think that that is really really important because like you said uh, you know like you said in in part one about the kind of the, the dodgy place that we're not oh very good gosh, when yes. in and kind of like their attention to detail left a lot to be desired do you think actually because of because it is so invasive and it is so expensive and it is literally life-changing yeah the micromanagement do you think that that is something perhaps that you would advise anyone who is thinking about you know having something like this done would that be something that you'd advise them to do is to really micromanage like the journey of it in a way yes um I think I found myself micromanaging by default because I had Mm -hmm. that experience in the past you know where I thought if I'm going to a professional for something that I can sort Mm -hmm. of put of course, not all trust, but a, a great majority of my trust into them that I'd be in good hands. And where I had that mm-hmm. sort of, you know, backfire, I thought to myself, right, I need to be on it. I need to be researching everything. And I didn't really necessarily know where to begin asking the questions, but Google's a great place mm-hmm. to start, you know. Um, YouTube mm-hmm. has loads of different videos. And then that's when I thought to myself, actually, as well, I would like to. I would like to review this as well. I'd like to talk about this because I know that in my research, I would have loved to come across a podcast like this, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to hear more of that, you know, and, and it's not yeah. just one person that you're going to listen to. You're going to see loads of different videos, hear loads of different things, read books, like, but with the micromanaging, yes, to a certain extent, because there's a load of things that I've realized I had to just put my faith into my surgeon and my clinic with, um, I believe when I met my surgeon face-to-face, we had a couple different consultations, but they're quite um, big on technology. So we had a couple of them Mm -hmm. on Zoom. Um, They also do Mm -hmm. a 3D model of how I would look with all the different sizes. And that's where I got shown Mm -hmm. um, the size that I would be. So they they take an image of your torso um, and that's where I saw what I would look like with the, with the other surgeon's uh, recommendation. And it was absurd. Like it, I just, it looked mm-hmm. ridiculous even on the model. Um, so I went for 265 cc's um, mm-hmm. instead of the 325 cc's with the other mm-hmm. surgeon. Um, so quite a difference there. And yeah, I, I'm happier for it. Of course, I, I won't see the results just yet, but mm-hmm. I just think if I feel this pressure with this amount, I would have, I, I have no idea how the other would have fit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so with, with putting your, your faith into your surgeon is you have to balance between sort of saying 
you do put your foot down as you go, okay, yeah, this is what I ideally what I'd like to look like. Um, yeah. But you have to put your faith in them to go enough like, okay, it's, it's a, it's a push pull sort of thing. You know, hmm. you, you, you give and, and take a bit. Um, but yeah, there's, there's certain things that is completely out of your control in a way. Um, like the, to the type of implant, um, that was recommended for me. I was always, and when you say the type, mm-hmm. is that what it's made from or the shape of it? Um, so you are allowed to choose what it's made from, but most surgeons do recommend silicone at this point. I don't see anyone recommending saline, um, apparently. And I mean, I don't even want to say apparently much. The statistics themselves across a lot of different pages show that they burst quite easily. Um, yeah, I know and a leak. lot who've had to have oh, um, dear. replacements. Yeah, I know quite a, a number of uh, girls who've had Ooh. to have replacements. See, that's that's scary, isn't it? When you think, you mm. know, you, you, it's such a process already. So you you want to make sure that it's it's as smooth as possible. So, in so far as choosing what they're made of, out of, um, I was literally just told, you know, this is best. But I was give I was given the explanation as to why, um, and I mm-hmm. found that for myself as well. Um, mm-hmm. The shape of them, so there are low profile, medium, and high profile, if I'm not mistaken. So it's mm-hmm. it's sort of like the the mountain <laughs> that the actual implant the tear the teardrop that up to kind of under your chin. Type yes, thing. yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yes, I was also asked as well. You know, would you rather it be a teardrop shape or um, a Round. And where I had at this point now um, a more round shape to my natural breast, I was like, I'd like to keep the mm-hmm. shape just sort of like, you know, pump a bit more in there. So I went for round high mm-hmm. profile. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's different things that, yes, you are asked. I've noticed in my research that sometimes this isn't asked um, to people. Um, I've got, I've had a couple different friends that before I got the surgery, I asked them, Oh, what, you know, what did you get? Where, where, what placement is yours? And they're like, I actually have no idea. I was never, I was never told. Oh. I'm like, that's say, that's really interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. cause yeah, th- those are things I would want to know. I'd want to know where, where it's placed, how it's placed. And I, I think you'd need to know these things to know how much you're going to recover, but then again maybe you know my lifestyle is just different you know um I needed to know to know when I can go back to work and all that sort of stuff um but yeah I think micromanage to a certain degree make sure you feel comfortable enough to be able to you know put your preferences first but also understand that a surgeon could make last minute decisions without your knowledge at all and you sort of you waver that right in a way yeah you 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 sign you know when you sign your contract it does say uh, because I read everything I I am a bit of a you know micromanager in a way I just I want to make sure that everything's okay um and yes, when you sign, you do you do waiver that to say, you know, if 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 he has to make any last minute changes or anything like that, you're you're giving him that freedom. So yeah, it's a lot about trust. Mm. It sounds it. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. 
However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. So when you are, when you've had your surgery yes. and you're, you're coming around, do they, do they give you a compression bra? Like what, like what is each tiny step after you come around? Yes. Um, so with the clinic that I went for their clinic in Harley street called sculpt my body, mm-hmm. um, lovely people, mm-hmm. they include the bra in the price. Um, which is really, really, okay. really good. Um, and I believe they do this for everyone. I don't see why I would be any different at all. Um, so I believe they do this for everyone, which is really <laughs> kind. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, they, they, they're, they're really sweet. So it was about maybe a week before surgery. She messed my, my patient advisor messaged me and she goes, what, what are your measurements um, for your chest? And then um yeah. And then we'll order you your bra. I had, when I came to, I woke up in my private room. Um, and I believe there was a, a nurse or maybe the anesthetic, anesthetician, um, next to me. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone was next to me at, of staff and um, <laughs> <laughs> I was already wearing my bra. I was, not, I had no idea. You know, I just, I remember waking up. Did they put it on you? Yes. Yeah. So I was wearing it when I okay. woke up. Um, which is pretty good because I wouldn't have been able to do it myself. But yeah, just it made me think. I think I'm only really thinking of it now. Like, wow, I was probably manhandled to get that on, you know? Like, not not, not a bad way. Yeah. Like, wow, you know, I was being moved yeah. about and I had no idea. Mm. Um, yeah, so mm. Mary, like, oh, okay, this is on me now. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, I just, I came to, I had my bra on um, and I just started to look around I blinked for a couple of times and then I was out again. Um, the next thing I remember is someone was bringing me like a sandwich and some crisps and stuff like that. Um, and they were sort of encouraging me to wake up a bit, I think, just mm-hmm. to check that everything's okay. Um, mm. But yeah, bra was included, which is nice because um, it's it's one of the leading brands in um, mm. post-surgical bras. Um, so yeah, that was nice because it was a good little good gift I think yeah. it's nice that that was included have you found um post-surgery bras vary a lot in price and quality uh yes it does it, it definitely does I mean it's interesting because I'm doing some reviews for lingerie lowdown of um mm-hmm. some different bras and I've I've well tried to choose a, a variety of them, like you said, depending on on price. And I've read the reviews on some of them. I'm just curious to try them out. It's funny how there's like this Marks and Spe- Marks and Spencer's one that <laughs> has these terrible reviews on it, but um, it's it's not horrible. It's just not there's there's nothing special. It's not right. It's not right. It's not. It's just like, it shouldn't really exist. Like it's pointless. But then you compare it to this Amazon one that's like much cheaper. And you're like, I would have just gone for this. So I think to myself, you know, if I didn't get the free one, 
where would I be? You know, cause that was like a good yeah. base. Um, and then mm-hmm. there was this, the most expensive one of all of them. Um, I forget the brand at the minute. I can see it, but I, I can't remember it, but um, I'll do a review on that as well, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, that one was quite pricey and it's, it is quite, it's good. Um, what I noticed about the bras though, is that I can't, I can't wear all of them right after surgery. The only one that I find myself being the most comfortable okay. with is the one that they've given me, um, which I'm See, really So lucky. would you say that the the high street um, ones that you've been reviewing are more um, kind of delayed wear? Yes. Like the one you were given is for immediate and then the ones that you've been reviewing or that you found yourself, that's kind of like a week or two weeks or three weeks after or something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Why, why is that? Um, I... More, what I felt more was um, the bands. So they have the, okay. it's, it's like a, it, it looks like a sports bra, probably more mm-hmm. like a, a high impact sports bra. So just more coverage. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a band across the chest. Um, I'm making gestures as if anyone can see me, but I can a, see. <laughs> <laughs> there's a band across the chest um, that, of course, is meant to offer support and sort of keep everything together. But where I have the placement of my incisions right under my breast, so it's like under mm-hmm. boob. If mm-hmm. that um, if that band is too thick and it starts rubbing on the incisions, of course that's uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. very sore. Um, so the one that they've recommended um, and and I had on, it has a very thin band and it's it's mm-hmm. tight, but it's not. Um, and on the inside, it's a different material to what it is on the outside. Whereas some of the mm-hmm. other uh, bras, the, the high street brand ones, um, they're the same material on the outside as they are on the inside. So it can feel a bit rough. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, okay. it's, it's, yeah, I don't know where I would have been if I didn't get that one. I'll be honest because yeah, I find at times that I'm quite uncom- uncomfortable with the others. I've tried them all for a day. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think I've made it the full day with all of them. It's definitely not night with all of them um at this at this point um yeah but um but yeah for a little bit it's okay so it sounds like it needs to be snug but not too structured yes would you say that that's accurate that is the perfect way to say it yeah Mm. for sure that's um that's interesting because I mean I would have thought oh god it needs to be so tight that you can't breathe yeah I would have thought it just needs to be like that so it's actually really interesting to find out um what is the better kind of way of having the the post-surgery bra yeah I mean this part they don't really explain to you they just say you know you have to wear it for for this long but they never Mm -hmm. really said because um the one that I got um recommended I have a little brochure for it here it's a Macom bra um and another thing that really interested me as well is that this one has like the hooks in the front and it has two yep. rows of them. So one will be obviously less tight and then the other one's tighter. And mm-hmm. when I first had it on, that they had put it on me, I had it on the tightest. And I feel like, okay, maybe if that's where they put it on me, maybe the, maybe it is meant to be quite tight for the first couple weeks or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then it's just, you know, just sit there, don't touch it, leave it. Um, and before I got these before the surgery, before I knew anything about it, I thought to myself, oh, you know what? The ones with the zipper seem like it would be easier to put on and take off instead of trying to do all these mm. hooks. 
it's not. Mm. <laughs> the ones with the zipper is a lot really? more comfortable wow. to put on. Yeah. Um, it is quick, you know, because it's just wow. a zipper, but it's when you are making that uh, movement of trying to get it hooked onto the zipper part, you're actually moving. Mm -hmm. to, yeah. And your chest is so much more compressed than if you're just doing the hooks mm -hmm. one by one peacefully. Um, so that's mm -hmm. a misconception that I had. So yeah, now I'm like, yeah, get the one with the hooks. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't go for zippers. Trust me. It is not fun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been interesting because the ones that I thought would be the best ones aren't necessarily. Um, mm. and yeah, so yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. So I just quickly um, Googled the name of uh, the bra you just said, the Macom uh -huh. bra. And it's coming up at around average price of around £39. In terms of price point of what you have reviewed, where does that sit? Like, is that middle of the road? Like, because I think that that seems cheap in yeah. terms of what of what it does for you and the necessity of it but how does that sit compared to like the others that you've reviewed that's so interesting it's coming up at that price now um because three months ago I want to say that was 49.99 so unless they have a sale or unless they've changed their prices um that's interesting however yeah, I I mean, you know, it's it's hard because when you're paying such a large amount for surgery in general, it's not that you want your bra to take a back seat, it's that mm. you want it to be affordable still. Um because mm. you are you're spending thousands and you know, when I saw cuz the the other place as well, they didn't include the bra in it and Actually, maybe it was through them that I saw it was maybe they bumped up the price for me then maybe it was that <laughs> now I'm thinking about all these sorts of things now but um yeah I I mean now that I know I think it's priceless you, you can't really put a price mm. on it this is a bra that I'll mm. keep for the rest of you know my journey of course mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's it's an investment it's something that you don't really have to get you know two three four of them you have the one and okay. maybe have a different one as well if, if you feel like going slightly cheaper while that one's in the wash um which mm -hmm. is what I was told already um then yeah I think that's that's okay it is worth it though I will say that one's definitely worth yeah it. yeah it's, it's a good price. As an as an outsider looking in on um, the journey that someone goes on for the surgery, I, I it's just come to me. Um, custom made post surgery bras is that a thing? So I didn't find any on my journey. Actually, what they recommend is to get a higher so, like a uh, cup size than what you think you will be but your okay the your the centimeters around your yes yeah, centimeters in there um the, your your chest size basically shouldn't mm -hmm. shouldn't change so I was always a 34 okay. um so I just kept mm -hmm. it at that for everything um but in order to have uh that's that's a difficult one because I think when surgeons are working in cc's Usually yeah. there's there's like a mold that you'll fit within cup size anyway. Um, yeah, I wouldn't know for like way bigger sizes. Maybe there is, mm. a, you know, a, a custom one. Um, but for the most part, what I noticed is, yeah, it's it's pretty much measured as a, as normal bras. 
but of course there's not necessarily normal bras but yeah I just uh I just did have a quick google and there's absolutely nothing coming up for custom made um surgery bras oh no actually there is one. Oh, interesting. I have found one it's really I interesting I have found one post-op garments wow I wonder but, uh, most most of the uh results that I'm getting for recommendations are the Macomb bra yeah I can definitely see why I'll admit I can definitely see why um yeah a couple couple people told me about it um and like I said the different surgeons mentioned it um yeah it's interesting about the um the custom made ones um the only custom aspect of the bras that I could think of was you can choose your color <laughs> and your size that was that was literally it it was it was very like you know it's this cup size and this you know that that was kind of it but yeah I wonder if that's for like you know when you get really really big implants I'm sure at that point yeah maybe. perhaps but um yeah yeah why not there, there, if there's a market for it why not do you think that there is perhaps still a lack of um user information freely available online because um it sounds to me like you had to do so much research over quite an ex <laughs> sorry there's someone at the door please That's okay. with me. no worries who could it be it is actually lingerie lowdown items <laughs> nice <laughs> um what was I saying what was I saying what was I saying oh yeah okay so it sounds to me like you've had to do like a really high level of research over quite an extended period and do you think that was because you wanted to just make all the right choices or do you think that it was just really hard to find out what you wanted to find out uh both for sure both and I think the second one maybe more than the first one after the first experience <laughs> um only because there was such an influx of things that I didn't even know existed that then I thought to myself right I definitely need to make sure that I know everything so mm -hmm. I would google like just like dumb questions like what should what is there to know before surgery like checklists of things to know before surgery hmm. things to ask your your surgeon and what I would do as well is when I was taking my time you know in between consultations and, and meeting different people I would write down all the questions on in my notes in my phone like just things that I wanted to know I wanted to know is my nipple size going to change you know is the placement going to change would I be able to do this can I use a hot water bottle like it was just it's it's little things but it's things mm -hmm. that as your mind is going you think oh okay I'm gonna I'm just gonna ask that anyway and just see how it goes mm -hmm. um I would say the the research you have to do should be extensive anyway because you want to make sure that you're making the right choices for your body you want to make sure that you're going to be in good hands um did I go a little bit overboard? Probably only because I, okay. yeah, only because like the first experience made me feel like I was so out of my depth. It, it, it wasn't a nice experience, but it humbled me. It made me realize, okay, you definitely need to think about this. You know, you, you need to make sure that you're good and all the things are, are answered and make sure that things make sense to you. You, you don't want to feel like there's any loose ends. Of course, even now after surgery, I can't tell you I know everything that happened on that table. I have no idea. That's that's where you have to put <laughs> I was out. <laughs> but um that's where you you put your trust in in that team, you know, that you're that you're good, that you're okay. So yeah, it's but 
you know, when when we do things like this, I really hope that there's even more people. I, I want to really encourage more people to talk about whatever uh, procedure, whatever treatment, whatever surgery. I would love for us as humans <laughs> to have a platform in which mm-hmm. we can talk about these things more freely. I'm sure there are forums out there and stuff like that. I didn't really come across many. Um it was more people's reviews or some articles here and there. But mm-hmm. again, they were coming from more of a medical standpoint than than people talking about mm-hmm. it. I think it all comes to, you know, people. I don't want to say anyone feels ashamed of what they've done to their body. But I, I, I do feel that there's stigma enough that people don't talk about it as freely. Mm-hmm. So when you're on the other side mm-hmm. trying to find information, it's quite hard to, to get at. Um, word of mouth mm-hmm. is pretty good. Breast enlargement's a pretty common uh, procedure nowadays so you you'll hear about it more than find it online i suppose but yeah i wish more people would talk about the procedures and and anything you know you mentioned your, your friend had light bulb the other day I, I hope that there's there's platforms like this in which people can talk about it and stuff like that because mm. it's the best way to stay informed I agree, definitely. <laughs> Shannon, you have been an absolute delight. Thank, oh, thank you so you. much. I imagine that you have helped so many people kind of learn a lot more about this, not just maybe if they're having surgery, but maybe people who don't really know much about surgery yeah. at all. I think that you have provided a world of information. So thank, oh, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, that is it from us today. I'm Sophia Smith, that was Shannon, and this is Laundry Lowdown, the podcast. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys, all in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.